El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I sometimes write a weekly column also called Unpopular Opinion, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, he used to be my co-host on this show. Now you can hear him on a podcast about the TV show Big Brother called Hey Julie. You can also hear the uh, podcast he produces over at Yahoo Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett Raider. Also joining me, he's my sometimes co-host on the podcast right goddamn now, including today, an episode he's here for. You'll be able to tell by how the soundboard gets used today. Ladies and gentlemen, fresh off of appearing on our 300th episode, back again, Randall Maynard. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion! Pasta Fajul. Ah, it's a Italian Greek wedding. <laughs> it's a Greek Italian wedding. It's a Gretalian, is what Ooh. we call that. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would kind ask, of restaurant. I would ask our friends in the Mediterranean if they had a preferred. <laughs> okay, we'll okay. pause until we get an answer. The mur- <laughs> and we're back. Hey. Call it the Murder Terranian. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a name of like a of like a, a Netflix mystery show for like yeah. grandmas. Like <laughs> that does sound mystery on the on, Murder Terranian. They go on vacation, but they don't come back. That sounds pretty cool. And only cool. one old person can solve this case. Murder Terranian. Yes. You know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. Uh, hit it, Brett. Because okay. I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life, when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. Hey, what have you been up to? And that's why we call this segment This Week and Me. You shut your fucking mouth. It's about to get really intense. I'm not live streaming, so I'm playing this live. You get one or the other, not both. Uh, on uh, three synthesizers. Yeah, well, you got a problem with that, pal? I, who are you yelling? This at? is actually played <laughs> on a Glockenspiel. Just, you're right, gonna, just fade yell. it out, please. Thank just you. Got aggressively it. yelling at the audience. Uh, I was yelling at you <laughs> because we haven't even introduced ourselves. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Boo. Yay! Hey. Brett's here. Boo. Brett Boo. and Randall. Hey now. Who's going to run the soundboard? Probably none of us. Maybe we'll, maybe that'll be the twist. No one on the soundboard today. Yeah. Randall's reaching for it. I don't know if it stretches that far. That, that's a good excuse. To get this is a good pod so far. I can I see it. it. It's connected to like a 80 foot cable. And yeah, you're like, no, nah, I don't think that it's going <laughs> to reach over to where you are, which we're sitting right next to each other. How are you guys doing? <laughs> well, you know, I've been here this whole time. I've been here. Brett was Brett delivered about forty five minutes worth of outtakes before we started recording. We were talking. Adam was very constipated. I was. I had to get a spoon up in there, like Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston. He had some prunes to just get get normal. Yeah, and I had to let that let that run through. You got to get right. And uh, yeah, while you were gone, we had a a pretty engaging uh, conversation about Wilfred Brimley. 
B- Wilfred Brimley. Bifford Wimley. Uh, He's got you. He's got the disease. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so yeah, there was debate as to whether he's still alive. And unpopular but, opinion, but, he is. Uh, well, you just gave away all the bone con right there. So you got That's fine. Yeah. I'll edit this out, too, right. and put that in bone well, con. Well, if you want to hear that So again. how's everyone doing? I already did the cutoff, and it seems like I maybe did it a little too early. Oh, yeah. I feel, I feel like, like we might oh, need another one. I feel like I might need two no. or three. Hey! You know the hardest part. Kill it. Come on. Kill it. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I'm good. Good. <laughs> Brett, it's, Jesus Christ. See, okay, nobody, right. This is what everyone does. Like, when when you have amateurs. It's, it's, responsi- it's a amateurs, responsibility it's not responsibility everyone can handle. To not, it's about the fucking drops you don't play. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. about not hitting a button every three seconds. Like, listen, Randall. I'm not. I'm not listening to anything anyone's saying because I swear to God, I have heat stroke. It's like 100 degrees in the oh valley. God. <laughs> it took me a while to get here. It did take. Well, you, a you while went to, to the wrong here. address. I went despite to the having studio. Been to the new studio before. Yeah. Brett's never well, been here. You know, I found it on time. He found it. Look, I, I got, got stuff. Ice coffee before. I, I got stuff going on, man. I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm trying to find the goddamn studio. <laughs> Brett, how do you like the new recording space? I like it. It's pretty. It's nice. It's it's got very convenient location. Adam, how do you feel about having it not part of your domicile? I love it. Like I would imagine that there's um, you know, like there's a drudgery of like, uh-oh, it's like above my bedroom. Well, the dream when I was working a day job yeah. was to always not to not have to go to an office. And then once you start working from home, you're like, for Christ's sake, get me out of here. Well, it was still fine until I started a podcast network. Hey. Because working from home then requires a lot of people coming to your apartment. And it really turns into kind of a bummer having that many people in and out of the place you live. So yeah. this is much better. It's not far from where I live. I can walk here and I like it. I need, I still need to put like a tour or something like a video tour up so people can see it. Yeah. You should sell tours for like, like $65 a pop. Like Warner Brothers does like, that's not a We bad got idea. Central Perk here. We got the old Central Perk here. It's still there for 65 bucks. We'll let you walk around where, uh, Ross farted. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I should let people... I don't live here, so I should let people spend the night here. It's ha- Yeah, if you could, if yeah, they can spend one night. Like it's the a, Field of Dreams haunted. house. It's haunted by the uh, weird self-defense Henry Rollins armless guy that... What? You know those, oh, yeah, those my things? neighbors Your have neighbor a weird like a- <laughs> armless torso. Oh, I know exactly porch. what you're talking about. Yeah, they about. have one, and when I was passing by, I was like, Jesus Christ, and my peripheral vision, I thought some guy was like <laughs> standing there, and I was like, nah, and then it was like, but you know, of course, you look like a floating person yeah. with no shirt Those on. are the instructions I give when people ask how to find yeah. a place. They're like, look for I the- say, go to Burbank and look for the armless torso. Yeah. Yeah. I, it really is incredible that they used Henry Rollins as like the the mold for the that. mold for that. They're like, who do you want to beat the shit out of the most? <laughs> and everyone <laughs> voted for Henry Rollins. Wow. So before we get started, I just have a couple things I always have to do, like uh, give a shout out to our fifty dollars subscribers, Kaisel Borsky, Ann Benson, and Rebecca Stewart. Thank you so much. That's you're $50 hard at work, me saying your name on the podcast, baby. Uh, also, I have a show this weekend, August 3rd in Newport Beach. Check out my Twitter. Or no, August 2nd. Portugal the Man is August 3rd. Uh, August 2nd in Newport Beach. Are you opening for Mumford & Sons at the Bank of California Arena? I'm opening yeah. for them in Newport Beach, and then Portugal <laughs> the Man's opening for them the next night. Yeah. They're doing comedy in Newport Beach. 
<laughs> Should be fun. Come out to that. Check my Twitter for details. Well, they're also a comedy troupe, which is what's great about them. Mumford and Sons. The Sons. Mumford. Yeah. Mumford Unfunny is a very bastard. serious yeah. man. He did but a, the Sons are very funny. Right. He did a TED talk about death and <laughs> and his father and like I didn't like sexuality. It, it was rough. It was rough. <laughs> very Mumford. rough. I should Mumford. not have laughed at that. Please cut that out. <laughs> so should we get into some unpopular opinions? As the title of the podcast implies. Hit it, Randall. Randall, you want to go first? Don't oh. touch it. <laughs> I thought you meant the button. Uh, That's what I meant. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going for it. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I have... Okay, Jesus. This okay, is, we'll, we'll get back to you. Yeah, come back to me. No, no, no. Yeah. It, inspirational memes. Okay. Now, I'm calling them memes, but they're really just shitty. Like, they're just photos somebody stole of the sky or river... Or something, and then they put like some text on it, and then it gets passed around, and it's like inspirational quote or is inspirational this, thing. Is this a you. new thing? Then like the thing is that's this been... a new thing? No, no, no. Jesus I'm asking Christ, Brett. No, no. I'm asking you. <laughs> is this like the memification of them, or like the di- digitization of them? Is this different than like when yeah, you went to your the... like when you went to like a doctor's office in 1991? They would have like the bear. It's like a bear, and it says, like, be as strong as you can be. Hang in there, baby, and it's a cat. Yeah, hang in there. From no, a power I, guess, I guess it's like an extension of that, but yeah. it's more like... Has the, it, like, I a think new era? there are specific ones. Like, some of them are just, like, quotes, which is like, I mean, whatever. You quote Mr. Rogers, what, who gives... That's great. But he, when the bees go, awesome. so goes society. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite Mr. Rogers quote. Um, uh, and... Uh, you know, so you have like quotes, you have like all these different, there's different classifications of these things, but there are ones that are like these sneaky sort of call to actions to people that really bother me because it's like setting up some sense of expectation that you can't, that cannot be met immediately. Give Kill me an John So like, yeah, <laughs> right. And uh, I mean, that's, yeah. He's he already dead. Uh, yeah. Like <laughs> discipline is the key to unlocking your true potential. And that's over a picture of the sky. And it's like, you know. Like, that's kind of a way of going, like, you should be more disciplined. And then it's you like, should. And it's like implanting a seed. It's planting the seed. But then it's like you're at you're at work. You know, you're just sitting there. What are you going to what's your what are you going to do now? You got the expectation set, but it's creating a sense of like magical thinking where you're like, OK, well, I'm going to do that now. But then, no, I'm not. And then, okay, now I'm a failure. I feel like there's some of these spiral people out of control. Well, they're, like they're, they're like, they, I, I think they're like, they're doing the opposite of what they're intending to do. It's kind of a double edged sword because something like that, like, what, what was it? Discipline is what? Uh, discipline is the key to unlocking your true potential. Uh, yeah. The, on the one hand, yes. That's a, that's absolutely true. Well, yeah, th- but also th- like I I see where there might be an argument where someone would be like, oh, that makes me feel like well everything's going on in my life is my fault because I don't have discipline. Well, that's what I mean. Like it's it's it it's like there's this it's like just putting it out there. It's like hey you yeah be more disciplined and you'll be happier. And it's like okay. I mean I think that's what I'm saying. I think it's the opposite of being inspirational because what it's doing is it's actually sort of. It's almost like a passive aggressive way of pointing out that you're not the thing that it's talking about. Yeah. And then just leaving you with that. Oh, by the way, you're not, but you're not disciplined. Do you think Enjoy there's the, the potential for it to be inspirational no, to some people? No. I think mm. it's either you know it because you live it 
Yeah, you or agree with it already. You, you already, already know. You're it. like, you're like, oh, discipline. I know that. Yeah, yeah. fine. Or you're like, thank you, shit, discipline Instagram account. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just got discipline splained. And then uh, now at discipline. <laughs> uh, hashtag discipline. <laughs> that's my favorite hashtag. Uh, <laughs> uh, if we just went on Instagram right now and just typed in hashtag discipline. discipline, how many bros like doing push ups like shirtless would there be? Oh, rise so and many. grind. Rising <laughs> grind discipline yeah and then there's like you know uh yeah there's one with the tr- uh, it's just a tree it's a branch of a tree by the way not a whole tree so i would say that's a that that's you know fair that's setting up a realistic expectation don't show right. the whole tree just part of the tree that's not you know we don't yeah they're not burdening you with the whole tree that's nice uh you were put on this earth I'm quoting. This is not me just saying this randomly. Uh, you were put on this earth to achieve your greatest self, to live out your purpose, and to do it courageously. And it's like, again, you're like, okay, well, yeah. what, what are you doing to the person who's reading this? Like, you're, you're, you're like, someone's going for inspiration, and they're like, yeah, okay, well, am I'm not, I'm not living my best life is that what there should put? be an asterisk next to every inspirational quote and at the bottom it should tell you who said it like in more detail than just name like, yeah, yeah, yeah like who the fuck was that because it's like oh yeah that's that's by jack fuckface and it's like well okay well who who's he well he was a nazi so yeah. oh okay well like i know he, the first he never accomplished to murder anything. a tree yeah that's why we only got the little yeah, yeah branch yeah, yeah. yeah. uh yeah, and then so you're saying one, that these are good? Is that your unpopular opinion? Uh, I'm saying these are really helpful oh, okay. for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, then there's like the la- last one. I, train your mind to stay calm in every situation. Again, that's easy. it's like that's easy for a poster to say. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay, poster. Good. I struggle going to the, you know, huh? I go to the airport with my with my loved ones, and they're like, "Why are you acting like a maniac?" I'm Why like, "Well, there's fucking so thousands much? of people walking around, and I need to eat. I need to pee." afraid about getting on a plane like i took i just train your mind to be calm at all t- whatever, whatever i just straight up took weed through the airport for the first time without <laughs> concealing it in some way this uh past yeah. weekend when i i flew to south dakota Ooh. exhilarating white privilege well i t- i just took a i have a pax era vape pen that looks just like a fucking jewel so i just threw that in my bag Nice. And I'm yeah, I've heard that about the packs. For... Is that that's the like? It just looks exactly like a jewel, and yeah. nobody cares. No one gives a shit. Yeah, it's pretty great. So, so, so in conclusion, uh, yeah, that was. I mean, that was that was a great aside. But the, the, thank the, you uh, to 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 wrap this up. I I I just think that what what's happening is you're you're creating this. You're 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 seeding an expectation, and then you can't take immediate action immediate action on it. So then you're just leaving someone with this sense of. Well, I should have gotten to the end without any sense of progress or development. And now I, now you're just, you, I think it's, I think it's depressing. I think it's the yeah. opposite of, of that. It's kind of almost, it's like, it's like, it's like bra- bragging, uh, pic- bragging text. It is a little what, braggy text. What I take issue with is more along the lines of what Brett mentioned is the, like the rise and grind mentality. Like, yes, if you're an athlete. Right. Or something like that, where the more work you put in, it really is going to pay off in your performance, most mm-hmm. likely. But like, I've seen comedians who are like sort of successful, but not really, definitely not any more or less successful than I am, who just constantly tweet shit about how like you need to be working all the fucking time. 
Like, you shouldn't be sleeping that much. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? You're in a creative field. You need sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get some rest, man. If that's your idea of how to be successful in a creative field, that's why you're only as successful as you are. Get some fucking rest. That's psychosis. That's not a... uh, Yeah. That's not a game plan. (laughs) And I feel like... I, I've I've had some of that to some extent in my life because there have been places I've worked where that was sort of the culture. Yeah. Where yeah. everyone like was working all the fucking time. Yeah. And it it's that is no way to be. No, no, I know exactly. Those people I, are lying to you. You I do know, not need yeah. to be that way. I know exactly what you're talking about too, especially when it gets into the yeah, when it gets into the creative field, it's weird because it's like you're not going to be doing your best work under these conditions and yet it's it's like someone's having this like if someone's doing that to themselves you're, you're hurting yourself doing that if you're not making right. time to rest you're not making time for a life you're not making time for anything outside of your work first of all you're crazy uh to put it lightly and you need to get help because that's not healthy at all and then if you're pushing that on other people as an expectation you're creating a very toxic very volatile work environment that's awful it almost sounds like i'm speaking from experience crazy right uh, weird almost. yeah mm, we know you're just, not uh, no just no way. off the top of my head that's when i uh, when, when wow, I lived your in new, new job York. sounds bad randall <laughs> crazy when i lived in uh new york some of the best advice i got was along those lines from you know when this is at a time in my life where i was like devoting all of my spare time to like improv comedy which is not a good choice but it's all right we all grow up and uh, one a teacher there, uh, a teacher who I knew, who's like now Mrs. Frizzle, Mrs. Frizzle. Oh, I thought we're... we went inside the mind. <laughs> Go on. I lost my lunchbox inside the mind. I thought I was supposed to shout out a teacher when you said that because you brought up improv. <laughs> and uh, I was, you know, someone who's now like pretty successful as a, you know, a writer and such. She said, like, you gotta, you have to, like do things other than like your work or whatever you consider yeah. your work to be like take that day take that evening a week to go to a concert or see a play yeah. or go to a park mm-hmm. because in addition to refreshing your mind with like a different stimulus you're probably going to like learn something like you're going to take away something from a performance in a play or by seeing someone in, in the park or by, you know, going to a restaurant, you're going to see something that is filling in your brain that you wouldn't have seen otherwise if you're just like, you know, doing doing that thing you do, you know, every day, whether it's playing piano or drawing comics or trying to be a stand-up comedian or whatever. You're yeah. only hanging out with stand-up comedians. Like, part of yeah, being a, co- like a comedian, unless you're like brilliant or whatever, like a wor- brilliant wordsmith, is like, it's observational. You have right. to go observe yeah. the world. Yeah, like, and that involves taking nights off from doing stand up to, you know, to go to, to go somewhere to go to yeah. a, you know, a library and well, yeah, seeing the you, types of people who are in a library and observing them and uh, homeless people, right? Uh, yes, so masturbating the, uh, furiously yeah, right. in front of the, the <laughs> one computer that yeah. you need to use. Your phone's broken. You have to check your email. Right. Why is he masturbating? You're going to die there. Yeah, the it's G in, key is sticky. It's in public. Gmail.com. Why you is security doing nothing? It landed. The ejaculate landed on the G. The ejaculate Remarkable. has landed. <laughs> um, what was I gonna? I was gonna agree with you, but now can I? I'm, can I give mine? I have I have a a graphic relate. I have a graphic design related 
unpops a penny. Oh, fuck. Yes. Opinion. Oh, shit. It's not about graphic designers who I once worked with. <laughs> get out, get no, out. no. I'm, I, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> I, I, what, I'm waiting for you to do I'm, I'm waiting for this. Okay, let's hear it. Ready. Adults should not wear graphic tees. Why, why do you feel this way? <laughs> I'm wearing a graphic tee. I mean, I'm, I'm, also wearing a, I'm also wearing I feel a tee. A personally tea. attacked. Yeah. I'm wearing a tee with also a graphic on it. It's like, this is the name of the company that, like, it's like a company that makes shirts and stuff. Right. I, I'm not counting those. Like, if you want to wear a shirt that says, like, Quicksilver or, like, whatever, like, surf company or whatever. Those are graphics. It's different. I mean, if you are an adult and you're wearing a shirt that says Star Wars on it, <laughs> or you're wearing something. That's like, if you're out at the bachelor party with your bros, or bachelorette party with your bradettes, and it's like, Karen's in Vegas, and she's no longer single, and there's 12 of you, and you all have that shirt, stop it. Is this no. your new persona, by the way? Yelling man? <laughs> 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 I can't. Adults start. shouldn't wear graphic I tees. I want to see you do this on stage. I don't. I don't understand the the justification. Does it, does there it, do you think it's, it's just like think just it's, grow? It's like wear grow up. Wear a plain gray t shirt like Randall Maynard. Yeah, this is blue, bro. I don't. You're I don't, colorblind. I make a is that what it is? You can't see all the vibrant colors in those yeah, graphic tees, and you're I just yeah. like angry. You get confused. <laughs> I meant I'm I mean I mainly mean this with like pop culture tees. You're mad at like the Big Bang Theory characters, like the the. the I'm mad at people who wear like I'm mad at people who wear Star Wars and or comic book tees. It's just like what the fuck are you doing? You're 36 years old. But what's so you what? like you like Green Lantern? Cool. What? <laughs> Why do you have to like walk around being how? like I like Green I like Green Lantern? <laughs> But here's the th- like I Wait, have. How does that affect you though? That's the, I have a it masters. It annoys me. I have a masters of the universe T-shirt that well, I, I wear. Say you have masters. So degree. when you wear it very frequently, and I wear it because I was at Blast <laughs> from the Past, which is a collectible yeah. store close so to here. So you wear it when you know you're going to go to some place where people would pre- be like, no. "Oh, I love masters." No, I no. wear it too because it's a cool fucking it's shirt. Not cool, and it it's looks cool. great, and I get compliments. When I wear it, is it one of the paintings from like the the? Is it one of no, the, it's like a checkerboard pattern, and it's got each character from Masters of the Universe oh, nice. in each spot. Yeah. And it's do you know what's a nice kind of compliment? Does and it, I just I think it's a nice looks kind of, like I I think it looks good. It have, I like the does shirt. Grizzlower. You know what's a nice detail? compliment? Yeah. A nice clothing related compliment to get when you wear fucking <laughs> nice adult clothes, and someone's like, "You look nice today." You're wearing a baseball tee from like a like a like a little league game. I don't understand. I'm wearing that. a baseball tee with a logo for like a like a like a apparel company on it. But I know, but I, just, I wouldn't say that was like the most adult <laughs> shirt I've ever seen. Like that's not sophisticated. It's not sophisticated, but but it's not like a fucking <laughs> Green Lantern tee, <laughs> right? But I mean, I just, I'm just saying, like, I'd be like, look at this guy. He's like, what is he, baseball? So or what Star other- Wars is for or- children. Transformers is for children. I don't know about those movies because they're, they're really weird. And they're like, they, they pee on Wait a each minute. other. Star Wars is all ages, man. Meaning children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is. I, d- this I is, disagree. This I, is going down. It's a just a movie. It's like, road, the- yeah. I know it's just a movie, but why do you have to wear a T-shirt for it? Why not? I like this movie. I'm wearing a t-shirt. 
Okay, what about bands? Can you wear bands? That's or do you have to area. stop listening to music area. when you're young? Also, no, you can. Are keep you going to burn your Rat Tat Tat T-shirt? I don't think so. <laughs> I love Rat Tat. We know. Yeah, <laughs> they're uh, actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Brandon likes uh, good music. Wow! Um, but I actually I, I like them. But I'm just saying, like, are you going to? What's your? You have graphic tees. I know you do. Hell yeah! Yeah, I don't. I hardly wear them. I know, but you're, that this feels like this is where this is going. Like you, you look at them. And you're like, I didn't I say it was fully formed opinion. I can't. I can't. And do I did it. not say it was. So when it you're king, everyone in graphic tees is first against the wall. They're just going to get burned alive shot. in the streets and exterminated from society, is what you're saying. You know it's what? It's a war no. on gamers. Here's, here's, here's with what Brett Raider. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so here's, what if you're like, full when I'm night. king, here's what happens. My, One, it's, this Target can no longer sell tees. Bullshit. That's where I get all my favorite graphic tees. And they make the Target. really nice Someone's soft walking ones. around with a fucking like Ramones t-shirt with a little Ramones <laughs> logo. It's like. You don't even know what the Ramones look like. Dude, you're turning they into like, like the most. Or maybe they do. The, I got a purple hipster, rain t shirt at Target. This the is other like day. a hard hipster. Target would be barred from selling graphic tees. <laughs> and then the people who had them, they would not be against the wall, but they would be ostracized. They would be, no, they would be known. It would be told to make them feel like others. <laughs> you're, you're John Lithgow and Footloose. <laughs> Let it be known. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sir. If you want to eat at this subway with your Big Bang Theory tea, you have to sit in the back <laughs> of Subway. <laughs> You're saying oh, is there even a back of subway? <laughs> yeah, there's no. It was the last time you've been to subway. Which gigantic subway do you go to? And also to when, the basement. Is, is there a? Is there a way? Uh, hold the fuck on. You can't tell me <laughs> that a graphic tee is too much for a subway. Like subway's too good. This is to a have family establishment. It's like nothing's <laughs> too good for subway. Establishment. There's people in there with no shoes on. They don't even know what they want. They're just like, give me a slice of bread. My funny... I, uh, give me a handful of cheese. I don't know what I want in a bag. Can I say the I don't saddest know thing I've ever seen? Huh? Can I say the saddest thing I've ever is seen? Is it a Green Lantern t-shirt? No, it's related Ooh, to subway, though. It's a bunch of nerds. Let's hear it. I got a great subway I story, to, too. Uh, I went... I, uh, when I lived in New York, the office building I worked in, of course, was close to a subway. There's, you can't throw it, swing a dead cat and not hit a subway. Right. So I was there, and it was close to the Times Square area, lots of tourists. So I'm there just getting a – you know the days when you just need a $5 sandwich? Hell so yeah. It's like I need $5 worth of meatballs in me and Hell horrible yeah. bread. And there was, a, there was a British family ahead of me in line. Ooh. And uh, they were like on, clearly on vacation. This family, like a ma and a pa and a child, ma and pa, <laughs> a mother and a father and their little children, <laughs> Henry Winchell the third, and the father, Master. and the father You're was painting like, such a rich picture. So you know that you know one of the breads they have there, the Italian herbs and cheeses bread. Uh huh. The father is like, and they're like, "What bread do you want?" And he's like, "Italian herbs and cheeses." <laughs> And the person behind the counter was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, Italian herbs and cheeses. And he was pronouncing herbs so fucking Britishly. <laughs> and I was like, you can't say herbs at a subway. That's sad. That's like, they don't use herbs at subway. They use herbs. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you want herbs, go to a rest, go to a real restaurant, but like, don't ask for Italian herbs and cheeses bread. At a subway, because you're getting this Play-Doh 
gross bread. It was the saddest thing I've ever you, seen. You canceled out your own complaint now because I want a graphic tee that says you can't <laughs> order herbs at Subway. <laughs> Like a, I hate all you know all those text te- any teas with big text on them like live laugh love <laughs> carpe diem carpe diem John and Paul and Ringo and George <laughs> Wow oh my god it's a strong stance burn them that is a strong stance what's your subway story Oh, I was at the subway in Union Station here in L.A. Just got off a train. Yeah. Had been on that train for hours. Oh, my God. And I get in line at Subway behind this guy. You must have been truly desperate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was starving. He was on a fucking train, for God's sake. And this guy in front of me orders a sub, I think a steak and cheese. Doesn't matter. What Mm -hmm. bread? Uh, Also doesn't matter. What matters is she asked if he wanted any sauce or any like condiments on it and he goes surprise me oh and then she put southwest sauce on it and he goes i don't like that take it off what and i just wish i had that kind of confidence in my life to be that kind of a dick yeah like that is and he was nice about it he was like cheerful and like oh yeah no actually i don't like that we just scrape that off and put like mayonnaise on it's like just fucking say mayonnaise you monster also, man. Also, if she squirts it, no, she's not making another. She's not wiping and making another sandwich for you or whatever. Like you got to sit there and eat it. If you say surprise you me, sit in that mistake. Yeah, you can't you say surprise me surprise. and then eat your surprise. Yeah, the thing she put it on there and he asked, "What is that?" She should have been like, "I don't know." It's surprise. a surprise. <laughs> it's a, it's a surprise. It's a surprise. man at a pal. subway. Yeah, that was my subway surprise story. Surprise me, fuck that guy. Mm. I hope he's listening. What's next? So no graphic tees, says no Brett Raider. graphic tees, specifically comic books and Star Wars. Pop culture. Pop culture. Goonies? No. <laughs> That's it. Tide? Tide? Can you wear a t-shirt with the Tide logo on it? The 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 clothing soap? Yep. The clothing the, yeah. the, the tar- I'm sorry, do you mean Tide the clothing soap? <laughs> Is that what the why tide would you want? Tide why would you want to wear a fucking T-shirt with the Tide logo on it? Because it looks cool. It does. Look I'm cool. loyal to my brands, and my brands keep my colors looking mighty fine. You're wearing a <laughs> brand on your shirt right now. Different situation. No, it is not <laughs> almost different. 100% it's exactly 100 percent the same. It's almost. It's you don't even okay. You don't work at that company. Different. You're representing them. You're uh, making yourself a free billboard for uh, Billabong or whatever it is. <laughs> whatever is going on there, and like you're not. Are you a fan of them? Or are you like, yes? No, it's cool. I want to permeate there. It's a cool it's looking no, shirt. It's a cool looking shirt. It's you a cool, monster. So, like, what's not cool about just throwing Tide on a shirt, an orange shirt with a Tide logo? Yeah, that'd be dope. That's sweet. I'd wear it. So yeah. weird. I'm going to put one like... in the Unpop store. <laughs> Start selling bootleg we'll Tide shirts. <laughs> we'll call it, we'll change it to Ride. I'll sell them for one day so the feds can't, can't catch me. Too yeah. fast. Too fast. 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 I'd be like the Dukes of Hazard of bootlegging t-shirts. <laughs> What's next? Without a car or anything cool. I want to, this, this, my, my opinion I want to talk about kind of piggybacks onto a listener opinion we'll get to next. I thought you were going to piggyback off Brett's hate of Graphics. Green Lantern, but I'm glad that we're going in a new direction. This one, I feel like, <clears throat> I don't know if anyone will disagree, but. Jeffrey Epstein. We know who Jeffrey Epstein oh, is, right? No. <laughs> Famous pedophile who is right. currently in custody. Yes. Here's the thing. 
Jeffrey Epstein is a horrific monster, and we should be protecting him with every fucking asset we have at our disposal right now. He's the I want to I want to I want to agree with you, but I want to say that. Uh, and I hope this upsets you, Brett. I want. Oh, is he I wearing a Green this, Lantern T-shirt? I want to turn this into a comic book. Reference Knife him and say that he's the accountant from the Dark Knight that they have to keep safe to get to the mob's money. Kind of, because yeah. Because he's the, they're like, no, 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 no. You you have to stay alive, and we yeah, got it. We like got to get you. You you you're connected to everybody. That we're after. Right. You're the guy. And he's he's a terrible person, and he deserves whatever fucking punishment he gets right. for his crimes. But until he's able to sit in front of someone who can uh, do something with the information and out as many other people he was affiliated with mm -hmm. who are also fucking trafficking young girls yeah. around the world – we got to fucking protect that dude. Right, right. And it's like a lot of people are focusing on celebrities and stuff, too. But he has connections yeah, to human traffickers. Like, that's a big right. deal. Like, th there's a there's a network here that he is somehow involved in. Uh, and that is worth pursuing. It's not just like, right. oh, Trump. Had a, yeah, Trump is probably a pedophile. I, no, his base doesn't even care anymore. But the, 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 that beyond that, there's so much more to the story. And it's, it's insane. Like the fact that it was like, that it was, uh, uh, not only human trafficking, but it was, uh, it was, uh, paid for. It was done on fucking planes and shit. It's like, uh, you know, like there it's, was, a uh, there were a lot of accomplices and a lot of connections here. I wrote, a medium article about this a couple months ago because at this, uh, I had read a headline about how there were two uh, unnamed individuals trying to block the release of the court documents in the Jeffrey Epstein Name case. Name them. Yeah, that's the thing. Name them, yeah. for one thing. Find out why they want it blocked. But also, when that started happening, it opened up this big can of worms. The Miami Herald did a, an amazing investigation into all of this, and I linked to all of that at the end of my Medium article. But it, like... This deal that Jeffrey Epstein got from Alexander Acosta, was it, what's that fucking guy's name? Who is the, the uh, labor secretary? It's, it, I don't know. I think it's Alex Acosta. I couldn't remember the accountant's name in the Dark Knight, and I can't remember this guy's yeah. name either. I don't know. But, oh, Lau in Dark Knight. But Trump made him the head of the labor department, and the labor department oversees and prosecutes sex trafficking. And he gave Epstein this deal that basically amounted to no punishment at all. And it was pretty obvious it was done to protect all the other people who were going to be like, that was one of the things as part of that deal. Anyone else who was named in that had immunity from prosecution. Yeah, that's insane. Which that's that can't be allowed to be a thing. And yeah. it's such a huge scandal that's getting no traction like. That like any other at any other point in history, that that alone would undo any fucking president. And this can't end with Jeffrey Epstein. That's what they wanted. That was the point that's of the, that that's deal, deal. Yeah, was okay. Well, this ends with Jeffrey Epstein getting a little bit of punishment. Yeah, he's isolated and then threat. Like he, I mean, he right? Was, his he was already what was he on parole or some shit? But he was still going around doing everything. He, he was. He, uh, they gave him work release, basically. Yeah, work release. He's for, a fucking 
he's he's a billionaire pedophile. What he's a sex work? trafficker. Yeah, that's his work. And it can't like this is our second chance. Like this yeah. is our chance to undo what happened that first time, which was a huge injustice to all the victims. And we can't fuck it up. Mm-hmm. And letting him get murdered in prison will be us fucking it up. Yep. And if he gets murdered in prison before other people go down related to this, we need to take to the fucking streets and demand an investigation, even though he's a disgusting fucking pedophile. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's our conduit to busting other pedophiles. You think everyone would be in support of this because even some of the people who we find on the fringes of society with some of the worst opinions who go, say, shooting up pizza parlors because there's some sort of lizard-related sex trafficking ring there. Like, you think of the people who are, like, that uh, uh, that obsessed, that interested in, in ending a sex trafficking ring in the case of a Hillary Clinton, comma, a lizard person doing it in a Washington, D.C.-based pizza parlor. Right. Like, Comet ping pong. Yeah. Like, so if, if that if that's, like... Use code on pops at online checkout for fifteen percent off. Yeah, so if like if that's a situation where like, man, I gotta go up there and take shit in my own hands, then you should probably feel the same way about. I mean, I, I, this feels like a like a pretty. This should be a pretty down the line. Um, it it seems down like the center. Everyone opinion. can get behind, right? Like, yeah, no one like, like well, why are, this no one likes no one likes partisan. Uh, it's like that it, was one of the funny things when this story became a big deal again, like. It seemed like the the people on the right, a lot of people on the right were like, uh, hey, Democrats, you know, this is going to take down Democrats, too. Yeah, and and like, a lot of people on the left were like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. And they're you like, you just don't get the issue. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah, like, we do. You mean it's going to take down everyone. That's fine. Ask Al Franken. You mean the pedophile yeah. sex trafficker ones? Because I'm okay with that. That's, yeah. that, that's all, Perfectly all fine. around. None, not, doesn't matter who they're affiliated with. Take them, take them out. Just yeah. Uh, that's good. That's uh, doesn't matter. Oh, well, Bill Clinton. Yeah, him too. Yeah, I don't give a shit. You can have him. Yeah, that's like wait, that's not a sacred uh, thing. Like I, who? Uh, I don't understand that. It's uh, but it because it's Jeffrey Epstein and because he's a pedophile. Like I feel like even I feel like if he dies in prison, there will be a huge segment of the population who will be like, Haha, got what you deserved. And yeah, but also. That means a lot of people don't get what they deserve. Yeah. yeah. And the thing, and the truth is he deserves a lot more agonizing discomfort and pain knowing that he's giving up his associates uh, against his will than just dying. Right. You know, like that's where there's, there are, there are things worse than death and he does deserve those. Yeah. So that's, that's my opinion, but it, it kind of piggybacks onto a listener opinion. Should we get to those? Are you ready? I'm not. The listeners, they're they are out of control. <laughs> you know, it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. I want you to know that's only partially true. We call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments and opinions. Sing, Randall! From the past few episodes, I can't stand to fly and respond to that that night. Personally, (laughs) we've just been sued. Fade it out. Hold on, I'm fading it out. Thank you. Yeah.
<laughs> oh, I guess I should have had this pulled up. Oh, I kind of oh do. Oh, my god! Now, there it is. Here it comes. Don't you all worry. All right. All right. Oh, but I first, also. Can, hold on. I can fill in the silence. Also, I have to read off our $25 subscriber names. That's not a real name. T. Cookson, Ryan Borey, Eddie Baron, 5X Espinosa, Chaz Chitwood, Mike Ski, Homerostasis, Gray Wolf, The Ghost of Dave Thomas, Nolan McLean, Shelly, DJ West, Katie Rimmer, Reby, Kelly Stanaway, Teresa H., James Hill, Carson Tuttle, Danny W., A.J. Lindbergh, and Jennifer Fendelander with one N. Thank you for your support. I said that was not a name about somebody. Which one? Y'all have to figure it out yeah. yourselves. Mm. All right. Let's, uh, let's read this listener opinion. It is from name. This feels like a think piece. This withheld. looks like a lot of... Is this a comment? Or no, this a, is a reasonable article. length compared to what some people send us. Yeah. Oh, God. Here we go. I think it's great that more people are talking about prison reform, but I still think to some degree the idea is unpopular in spirit, or at least a whole lot of people don't seem to understand what it really means. We're very obsessed with retribution as a society. True. And it shows with how we react to the trials and sentencing of some of the most evil people. I get the desire to want someone to suffer for the pain they've caused others, but we seriously need to leave that shit to movies, TV, and games. In real life, cruel and unusual methods of punishment mostly just end up being used on nonviolent criminals or innocent people. What do we think? I don't – I – what? I, like, I mean, I, I I agree, but I don't know what the opinion is. This shifted from prison reform – to like, is there I hope nobody ends up in it? like a ghost prison in Iraq, which I, an innocent man, and it's like, or innocent people in Guantanamo Bay or some story like that. And it's like, well, well yeah, I don't think anyone wants that. But. I think one example of this is how excited we get at the prospect of someone being raped in prison. Like, how many times do does it, it, do we hear about someone going to jail and the response is, oh, have fun getting raped for the entire time here in prison, buddy. And that should never, no matter how awful of a person you are, like that should never be the idea behind going to prison. Like you wouldn't want a judge handing out rapes as sentences. Yeah. And, and in the way that like we were just talking about Jeffrey Epstein, and I'm sure a lot of people would say that about him. Right. right? He's a rapist. Um, and a pedophile. Um, like prison, <laughs> like now I'm like, I sound like I'm defending rapists and murderers or whatever, but it's like, and you are, pri- that's and, okay. I, and I am, and that's, and that's unpopular fine. opinion. <laughs> prison isn't so you go get the thing done to you that you did to other people. Like if you're a rapist, you don't go to prison to get raped. If you're a murderer, you don't go to prison to get murdered. If you went, if right. you embezzled money, you don't go, like, that's not it's not like some cruel like genie joke where it's like <laughs> I, old cruel genie joke. You know, it's like, oh that genie I said I want a big car and he gave me a big car. I don't know. He gave like, me a pistol. <laughs> uh. Um That's not Yeah, I don't know. So like yeah, you're you're right in that like the punishment for it, the punishment of like doing something bad is not to go to jail to be raped. Or murdered, like that's not the, the punishment is to serve is to serve time in like a a pretty nasty place. So I is is that what what they're talking about here? I I mean they leave it kind of open ended, but that's that's what my mind immediately goes to is this notion that 
prison for certain people, like depending on the crime you've committed, should just be this nightmare place where sex crimes happen and we're cool with it. But I think like what I worry about when it comes to that, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, like sex criminals are a good way for law enforcement to test really crazy punishments and for us to go, all right, well, that's fine because it's a sex criminal. But that still sets a precedent that might apply to other people in the future. And one of the examples I always give is at one point, the Obama administration prosecuted these three uh, dudes who were involved in child porn. And what we argued and what I think we successfully what we successfully were able to do was revoke their citizenship because they had committed these crimes before they applied for citizenship and didn't tell us. And on those grounds, we were able to go, well, you should have told us about that crime. Your citizenship is revoked. Get the fuck out of here. And because they're involved in child porn, we're all going to stand up and applaud and go, great. That is exactly what we should be doing until it comes to the Trump administration. And they use that precedent to prosecute a 50-something-year-old grandmother who, at the time she applied for citizenship, failed to disclose that she had been... No, no. What happened after she had become a citizen, she was working for this company where the CEO pulled off this massive tax fraud. And her sole role, she was a secretary... She wrote up contracts. She didn't know what those contracts were. She filled in the fucking blanks she had to fill in. That was her menial task. And then the CEO gets busted and the FBI comes to her and goes, look, we could send you to prison for a long time just for being here. So how about you just take this plea deal? You won't face any jail time. You admit wrongdoing. We'll give you a suspended sentence. It's fine. And she was like, all right. Yeah, that's fine. Five years later, she gets a letter from Homeland Security saying, we got to deport you. It turns out that crime that you confessed to, it was happening before you applied for citizenship. And you should have told us that. So you didn't. And now you got to go. So are those are those the same thing? Because that's how precedents like that end up getting used. Well, yeah, it's like if it's not case by case, and you don't you don't make smart you, you don't make any sort of intelligent judgment call there you're just blanket exporting people you know for uh for uh you know in this case like in, in one case it's because they're actual like criminals in the other case it was someone who was involved in a criminal conspiracy but wasn't actively benefiting right. from it so it's like why why does that count as a an, why does because, that count as the same as being a criminal offense? If you're if you're looking at it closely, like if you put it under a microscope, like why is that the same right? Thing? And the thing is, you don't when a case like that involves someone abusing a child, you don't look at it closely. And no, I, you just go, oh, yeah, you're a child abuser. I would argue that we should in some cases because what that case involving those three dudes did it like. Abusing kids is already a crime. Like yeah. it didn't further criminalize the act of abusing kids. It criminalized the act of not being completely forthcoming when applying for citizenship. Right. In ways that can be used in the future to bust I mean, fucking I, grandmas from Guatemala. That's one of the main complaints of the Obama era. I mean, even 
while he was president is like he did some stuff around um executive power and things like things like that where you're like wow if the wrong uh wrong guy was president this would be bad i and uh, yeah. I, I, d- I don't know if the right guy's uh, president right now. I feel like we didn't get it right after Obama. I feel like uh, we feel elected like the wrong guy. Was not, um, yeah. No, I feel Let's like not get political here. Jesus. Guy. Oh, my uh, God. I, I, mean, I mean, this comment, though, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot here when, like, the title is reformed the way we talk about prison reform, because in my mind, prison reform wasn't even about this. Prison reform was about how, like, prison is a private industry here, and the government sort of feels the need to keep people incarcerated to prop up this in- this industry in the same way that if, like, ev- every car company just went 100% electric tomorrow, there would be an oil industry that's like, but what about all our jobs and what about our industry? So, like, we got to keep people using oil and we got to keep prisons full in you know you know like that's what I, like that's what I think about when I think about prison reform I think about the privatization of of prisons yeah. I think about we're loosening or and abolishing marijuana uh, laws around this country yet there are still people in prison for doing something that's not illegal anymore but this person's comment is in addition to that but I when I but, when we talk about prison reform I wasn't even thinking about like cruel and unusual punishment for but I think there's a a, you know. a good point here that that. That might be lost because uh, in the second paragraph, he says we're obsessed with retribution and it shows how we react to, the, we react to sentencing and stuff of, of the most evil people. And I think the problem is that, that the way we talk about – I think that's also the way we talk about crimes and the way that we delineate crimes in the country because we've – like taboos – are crimes and that's stupid like like right. we're, we're now dealing with the decriminalization of like uh, of marijuana and stuff like that and now they're trying to like go back and and like let people out of jail for stupid infractions for like you know right. minor minor infractions of uh, possessing marijuana and stuff because that's dumb and it was all based on taboos and stuff so like if you're if you're talking about like i mean i'm not really totally sure because it says evil people but that's that's kind of the problem too is that we don't have a we don't have a really defined sense of evil because we we can have like a famous pedophile who people are like making a partisan issue out of and don't don't and also like it it blurs it muddles well, the whole the whole discussion and the, the idea of evil people as well like and especially as we talk about drugs like do our drug users evil well yeah like, that's a good point it's like, like you, well well like lots of europe has compl- like, i think portugal has completely um legal or decriminalize all drugs right. whether it's heroin or whatever you know so we can help people who have drug problems rather than punish well, them and it's like well is someone who's you know doing a lot of crack or whatever like evil no, i think that's a, a but i think that speaks to like the thing about prison reform prison reform and justice reform go hand in hand sure yeah and there would be no private prison industry without things like three strikes laws yeah or mandatory minimums. And I think those kind of speak to what he's referring to also, where, yes, in the 80s, crack was this huge epidemic that was wrecking communities. But the answer should not have been, all right, well, let's disproportionately jail black people. Yeah, like, of course, That's like really cocaine was coming from all over the world and you need powder cocaine to make crack. And the idea was, well, crack is the evil. So we'll criminalize that particular part of the process more than anything else. And who are you to be mad about it? Because crack is victimizing uh, black people right now. So why would you get mad about it? And then fast forward to now and we're like, 
why were you fucking criminalizing being black, basically? Yeah, right, right. And it's like, that's, those are the things that, like, it's um, like emotion to some degree has to not be involved in prison reform and justice reform. Like, it can't be, like, that's what mandatory minimums were. It was over criminalizing one specific part of the process yeah well these are these are like knee-jerk reactions to things where it's like you know what do we do oh let's go after something that's a symptom rather than the larger picture of yeah you know what's what really is going on because it's like you if you arrest somebody who's a, a crack addict versus a crack dealer those are two very different things those are two different things for a community those are two different things for an individual and even the dealer themselves is not necessarily the person that's going to be the biggest threat in the scope of things but you're at least going you're at least proportionately trying to understand where this you know what the problem really you have to isolate the problem so it's not just like oh i saw someone doing crack so that means that person is responsible for this entire line of drugs being trafficked into the country and all this stuff like that like you're putting a lot of burden on people who are who are essentially struggling with addiction problems and stuff i'm not saying that makes them that makes their actions or anything they do good it just means that 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 needs to be handled in a a different way than just like Ah, lock them in jail then, or whatever. And blah, blah, blah. It's like, like uh, I, don't, I don't mean to compare drug addicts to rats here, but like, it's like I'm I'm not I'm I'm using it as a metaphor. Like, mm-hmm. if someone like if a restaurant or like a business like instead of just like disposing of their trash in a normal way, just like went to like the, your front yard and just like dumped a bunch of trash in it all the time, and there were rats there all the time. You would be like, oh, well, let's just round up all the rats and get rid of them. But it's like, no, the problem is that someone is dumping a bunch of trash there, which is attracting rats. And again, I'm not comparing drug users or, or people to rats. I'm just trying to make a we metaphor here. We it. Yeah. And, Me and Randall will do it later. And, and it's like, well, cool, collecting all the rats isn't going to be the problem. The problem is like, let's stop the trash. And yeah. it gets into this thing I, I read somewhere So drug users are about trash. The yeah. different, they're not rats, they're trash. Uh, about get it right. how – conservative folks and liberal folks process and understand what laws are and the you know and how they are are meant to to fix societal problems conservative folks tend to uphold the law as it's written and like their conservatism is about understanding what the law is and regardless of whether the law is right or wrong upholding the law liberal people tend to go well if this law isn't working for whatever reason let's change the problem Let's change the law. Let's change the problem. Conservative people are like, well, I'm just enforcing the law. I'm keep, like, I'm just, I'm trying to keep society. I'm trying to keep, and it's a way to try and understand how conservative people think where they're just like, listen, I'm trying to keep society good here. Like, I'm trying to keep society good here. There's a law and we're defend, and I'm just trying to defend this law. This came about where there was some, there was some like kids chess tournament or something like that. In Washington, D.C., and some conservative senator or congressperson was like – took a picture for his Instagram with these two African kids who for some reason like would not be allowed into America like at all. And they were here on some trip to play in a chess tournament or some like model UN sort of thing. And he's like – here with my friends, like whatever and wh- whatever. So sad that they can't be American citizens. Have a good chess tournament, guys. And this conservative congressperson was getting killed on Instagram or whatever. Cause it's like, why are you using these kids as a prop? Yeah. When it's like, 
You're a congressperson. If it's so sad that these two kids from, you know, Somalia or whatever can't become citizens or can't get, you know, get their green card or whatever, and they're obviously good kids, they're smart, they're in this model UN thing or whatever, you have the job to make it, to make it change, to yeah. change it. So, so kids that you were recognizing that you have met and recognized as, you know, needing a needing a better chance in life. Yeah, potential good citizens, and then you're just writing them and, off. And you're writing and, them off and just taking a picture with them yeah. being like, sucks, you can't come to yeah. America, but have a good time at your Model UN thing. Right. fuck these kids. And, and that's, a, that's the difference between conservatives and, and where that's this guy <laughs> is seeing it, and he's like, listen, the rules is the rules, is the rules, and Donald Trump says the rules is he can't come in. You yeah. seem like nice kids. Sowie, where at? So it's a really long way. Of, uh, it's authoritarian, but it's like thinking. it's just like well, it's def- it's defending whatever the law is, no matter what it is, ra- rather than attacking the problem or the root of the problem. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, like that's a uh, that's a good point. Where it's like it it doesn't mean that you have to like abolish everything. And I mean, certainly, if there was uh, if there were a, a need to do so, you would want to in order to. We can abolish you know, ice for uh, sure. Absolutely. That's well. That's a good. That's a that's a good uh, point right there. Is like that's something that needs to be addressed and looked at and combed through yeah. immediately, and then you know, uh, and then completely fucking dismantled because it's a it's it's horrific. It's a shit show. Yeah. And and like that you can't. I I think it's it's cruel and it's ignorant to go. Well, that's just the law. We're gonna go along with it. And it's like, well, no. Look at what is happening like there are and so many negative repercussions of this we need to actually reevaluate what it is that we're trying to do and i think that speaks to what i perceive as the big overall point he's getting at like take a show like oz where we see it and we're like yeah that seems like a pretty accurate depiction of what prison life is like all right on with my day yeah right and it's like we should not accept like even that like that we accept that like that is a common belief if you go to prison if you're not a big tough dude you're gonna get raped yeah and that is a thing we as society have just kind of shrugged our shoulders at and been like okay well yeah okay and now i hope if you go you do get raped right yeah like (laughs) that's what this 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 person is saying that we're we're categorizing so normalized you're like wait a minute if i do the math right that means other bad people will be raped if they go to jail and that's a good or and or look at the case of the central park five Oh, God. Yeah, like, the, the... they're going to end up in that same system. They did end up in that same system that encourages rape. And the one of them who got sentenced as an adult got fucking raped in prison. Yeah, and for no reason. And, like, so, like, are we still supposed to shrug at that? Are we like, oh, I guess rape in prison's not a problem. Yeah. Like, no. it's a huge fucking, it is a disaster. It's a yeah. human rights disaster. And... It's a thing that even in 2019, depending on who the person is that's going to prison, we're still kind of like, <laughs> you're going to get raped. And it's like, no, we can't re- like we shouldn't. That's a thing. That's a fundamental shift that needs to happen is that no matter who you are going to prison shouldn't be torture. It's like, you know, and we have no problem making that argument for terrorists, which thumbs up. We should. We should make that argument that torture is not the answer to terrorism, but it's also not the answer to fucking money laundering. Yeah. Right. And it's like, you know, people who who 
you know, are in favor of having guns to defend themselves and stuff. And it's like, you know, someone breaks into your house and it's like, oh, and you shoot him dead or whatever. And it's like, well, uh, you know, capital punishment isn't the, that's not, um, death is not the, the punishment for breaking and entering. Right. But by allowing people to have guns and giving them law, you know, having laws in which you're like, well, if, you, if someone breaks into your property, you can just murder them. Like that, that's not the punishment for, that's not the punishment for breaking and entering. It's going right. to jail. And however you feel about this, like the punishment for, you know, whatever it is that sends you to prison and shouldn't, sends you to prison shouldn't be sexual assault. Right. You know, so I think that's what. Uh, yeah, also. Thanks for getting I, us I to talk know. about things and <laughs> issues. Listener. I like you're more, you seem to be more upset about the Green Lantern shirt. I am. <laughs> That's some of the stuff that came up during prison. Yeah, what if they go to prison wearing also, a Green Lantern shirt? Also, I want to point out, to by the way, <laughs> someone breaks into my house, I'm going to fucking kill him. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that's... that's uh, Yeah, I do I, think... I'm not, <laughs> I think there's a difference between... They rolled those dice, not me. When you I, say the, the punishment for breaking and entering isn't death, it's not like you're convicted of it and the person whose home you broke into gets to shoot you in the head in the public square. <laughs> Like if yeah. if no, it's obviously if it's you break lot. in someone's oh, yeah. house and that person happens to have a gun in the nightstand, <laughs> those were dice you shouldn't have rolled. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, a, sure, and that's you know, maybe I would like a, to and maybe that's that a deterrent the, in America. Like yeah, so many like, people have guns, like you shouldn't want to break it in. Yeah, listen, I've been making a lot of analogies today. Some have worked, some haven't worked, but I think we Let's can all say the guns were I rats. Think we can all agree. <laughs> I think but we I can think, all agree here that Green Lantern T-shirts should should be ceremonially burned. But I think you, I think you with. Perhaps the person until they make a good I think you do make Lantern movie. I don't see why we should. We, we need you, to. But we there should be limits on, on things like that. There should be limits on, like it's one thing if you're startled by someone breaking in and you fucking kill them, like on a just a reaction kind of thing. Yeah, it's your roommate who just but forgot his keys. It yeah. should be a case by case basis because, like, if that person's running out of your house and you shoot him in the back in your front lawn. Now, like that, that's, yeah. you at least could have aimed for the leg, like in yeah. Fargo or something. Like, well, that's you that, don't get to yeah. murder people because they stole from you. Well, yeah, that's see, that's the thing. Too. But like, you can. Defend I think that was the that's, point that I was trying yeah, to make. That, yeah, obviously, there's like a there's a matter of self defense here, and if right, there were only right. some sort of system in which we can have cases seen as individual cases. That's weird. Law yeah, and order, self defense coming this fall. Cha cha. <laughs> I wish they would change it to just cha I liked how angry it was too. It, just, it sounds like the the bitterness of a worn out detective. Let's get this eye sewed. Cha cha. Got it. You got a new drop. Chung chung. It's over. I've heard that's like seventeen different noises mixed together. Have you ever seen Will Arnett play air guitar to the Law and Order theme? No. Magic. Look it up on the internet. It's pretty great. Is that why Amy Poehler got divorced from him? Yep. That is cross the line. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's let's wrap it up on something a little more lighthearted. These are two separate opinions about ties in sports. First one from Travis Wolf: There should be ties in baseball. Why is it important that an April game between the Orioles and the Mariners go to 15 innings? I'm sure that's really tilting the scales in the playoff race. No extra time, just nine innings for playoff games. They go to nine with a tie. They could hold a home run derby like shootouts in soccer. There are 162 games in an MLB season. Cut that shit down or institute ties. And then we have a follow-up opinion from Daniel Liu, who says, Time sports like football, hockey, basketball, and soccer 
should end in a tie if time is up. These sports are designed and played with time limit in mind, and you train to last and perform at your best for that time limit. I don't think you need to go into game mode that isn't how the game is played to determine who the winner is. If you want the fucking win, do it in regulation. I do understand in playoffs you need to find a winner. In baseball, I'm fine with extra innings because that seems like the same game is still being played. So his problem was with, like, for instance, is shootouts in hockey and soccer. Yes. I disagree. This is part of the game. If you if you don't score enough to win, you have to do the stupid. I don't like ties. Um, I don't like ties at all. I'm not European. I'm an American man. Yeah. I need to have a winner. I need to have a loser. I am fine with the hockey shootout. I am fine with the soccer shootout. I am fine with football having whatever hell rules it, it has. Basketball, a five-minute period is enough. Basketball, there's so much variance in the score because there's a score almost every possession that games hardly go like three or four overtimes. It happens like once yeah. a year. Um, it's usually settled in one OT. I think basketball's overtime is the most reasonable. Because yeah, because they're really short. To, to Daniel's point, that's you're still playing in the same way that the game is being played. Right. Baseball, baseball is interesting because, damn, that – you can't go 15 innings in April. There, there's, there was talk of a rule where starting in the 10th inning, teams would start an inning with a runner on second, meaning mm. any hit would essentially, any, you know, medium to deep hit would send a runner home. Um, don't know how I feel about it. It feels like it's really kind of messing with, with baseball. I feel I like, would, yeah, I feel like with baseball, I agree that baseball shouldn't go into extra innings just because like there's 162 games a year and you already sometimes like if you're talking like some games go 15, 16 innings, it's like, like five, six hours. Like I remember a Cubs game, I think last season that went 18 fucking innings. Like that's two games. Yeah. And you're already talking about the most strenuous schedule in professional sports. I would argue. So with baseball, I wouldn't mind. Like, I don't like, I don't love a tie, but I feel like if you're going to allow ties, there's no extra shit. Football is infuriating. I hate that a football game can end in a tie in regulation and then they'll play longer and it still might end in a tie. Fuck that. If you're going to keep me there longer, decide the game. Yeah, like go to go to like escalating field goal length. Yeah, like, like in the regular season at least. I understand in the 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 postseason, just like waiting until someone wins the damn game. And I think a lot of people, I think that feels like the the consensus here. I think with baseball, like there's 162 games. Why not have a ties column? Yeah, like that'll still like go into the math of it. Yeah, like if you want to make the playoffs, win more games, dummy. Yeah. Yeah, I think baseball is the best argument for no overtime. I think the thing baseball needs to do, and I'm sure this has come up and it's very unpopular in the sport, but what baseball needs to do to speed shit up is... Let's just say the same. Go ahead, sir. Well, what they need to do to do that is they need Little League rules. They need a 10-run rule after the fifth inning, and they need four fouls and you're out. That would speed the game up so fucking much. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than having to sit through, like, innings six through nine. <laughs> like, 69. When when there's, like, a ten, like, when one team's winning by, like, ten runs, it's like, 
call it. Why a day. are you sitting through it? Right. Well, that's the thing. But why is any like at that point? Just why are they playing? You're just like, what's, what's yeah. The, yeah. Call it good. And also, four fouls would speed the game up so much. Yeah, you're watching like a like a like a 15 uh, pitch at bat, and the guy's just like popping them to to right. Yeah. To the stands. there was an at bat last year that took like 12 minutes. That's nuts. Yeah, like if you want to do the mercy rule at like five or six innings, and then like, but the stadium can stay open for like an extra hour. And yeah, like, you get you to can, keep drinking. Like you just get to do band, it on the field a, now. There's a band that's on call, and they have to play a little. <laughs> yeah, it's band. Uh, the Cherry Pop and Daddies. Dropkick Murphys in Boston. Chun <laughs> <laughs> chun. Yeah, they come out and play shipping up to Boston <laughs> for forty five minutes. Yeah, have a little party. Have a little games over party. Yeah. <laughs> games over party. And the players have that's to. That's really, I and, think that's what people want more, and, though, is like the immersed, being immersed in the culture and having the time to just hang out there. If the, if the players, game was yeah. shorter, but you could still hang. Yeah. It's like, I think. I think that would be that would compensate for that. If or the game we're is over be in the beat sixth, to death by baseball players after this. If the game is over in the sixth, then the players have to go on the field like and hang out with the players, yeah. with the with the fans. Yeah, it's like you were either you they were have bad to tend, enough. They have to tend bar on the field. <laughs> you know, you have to sign some shirts and stuff, and <laughs> and you get pay- some margaritas. Yeah, yeah, you get paid the same. It's just the games are shorter. Yeah, you're still getting all your millions. Yeah, so yeah, is yeah. it going to kill you to to serve well, some Michelob Ultra after I, a short game? I just wanted to throw that in there because it was like it's not about taking money away from the game; it's just about just speeding things up a little bit. Speed it up. What's just it going to kill you, baseball? Fa- a little faster. Speed it up. A little faster. Everybody wins. All right. So I think that's we ended on something lighthearted. Yeah. I think we solved it all. I think we solved it. I think we fixed baseball. I think we fixed prison reform. Prison reform. We fixed whatever the fuck Randall had Mother on his mind. Buddy. What is prison reform? Oh, that's uh, something that they solved a long time ago. Right. On that one pod. This and podcast will be on a plaque someday. Yeah. We're, yeah. And if, if someone can get this to Congress, I think it's going to make some big changes. I think it will. And, I think uh, it'll fix I wouldn't much want them everything. to overlook my grief with the uh, inspirational quotes either. I mean, right. that's, not on high, that's not high on the list. But don't just write it off because I think that's. Also I think graphic tease days are numbered after this, probably. Very much. That is get a the, slippery get the slope. Brett Raider anti bump. You might want to cut that out before you send it. Send it off <laughs> to Congress. We don't want. Yeah, we don't want. We don't want to get. We don't. We don't need to go that far. It's a good point. All right. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? I already plugged. I have a show this weekend. If you're listening to this when it comes out, otherwise Patreon.com/slash/unpops. Check out uh, Pod the Life. Our podcast about corn. It's cool. Corn. And give this podcast good ratings and reviews on iTunes or I'll beat your ass. You should do High as an Elephant's Eye, the podcast about corn, the agricultural <laughs> marvel. <Jesus. laughs> it's not a bad well, idea. When you guys run out of stuff, to, like all three corn albums, then you can just do transition corn. right into actual corn. Maze. Yeah. Randall, uh, what do you have to plug? I should probably let Brett go well, first. Brett, yeah. what do you have to plug? Follow me on Twitter at Brett Raider. Oh my God, guys! <laughs> you haven't had me on in a little bit. It's July. Hit the music, Adam. This summer, <laughs> this season of Big Brother is heating up! Ooh, BB21! Cut it. <laughs> season of Big Brother is actually trash ass.com um do you have have to have cbs all access to watch it 
And to watch the live feeds, you do, but mm. to watch the regular. Are we episodes. brothers in CBS All Access? I have it. I have it, of course, because I watch the live feeds. Nice. I have a fucking Big Brother podcast. Randall, you have, have CBS All Access? I have CBS All Access. Don't even answer that, Randall. I have CBS All Access. I'll do what I want. Commercial free version. Me too. Huh? Yeah. Um, Twilight I'm, Zone, the good fight? Come on. Uh, I have a podcast about Big Brother called Hey Julie. Follow it on Twitter at HeyJulieBB. Hey, man, if you like sports. I produce some podcasts about them over at yahoosports.com. It's a website. You might have heard of it. But uh, other than that, hit it, Randall. Tell them about your CBS All Access. Yeah, I don't have CBS All Access. Okay, we're done. I don't care. But I have... uh, Got his mic. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, What the fuck are we talking about? Uh, What do you have to plug? uh, I've got my Twitter, uh, twitter.com, where I tweet. You can go there and check out my stuff on uh, it's Randall Maynard at Twitter. Uh, it's usually where I Randall post a Maynard lot of my, at Twitter my stuff. Uh, you know, um, you can you look at the bottom of the show. And All right, we're taking our thing. headphones off. Uh, All right, I'll see you later. And uh, and then Patreon.com hey, slash Randall. Say goodbye, and, Brett. Bye, Randall. Uh, at Twitter. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Twitter.